Kiora, and welcome to another edition of the GeoDorable podcast with your hosts Chris Morris and Mark Thompson. For more information on this episode, visit the GeoDorable page on Facebook. Hey there, Chris. Hey, listeners. Hey, Mark, and yeah, hello uh, to our many, many listeners. How are you? Many, many thousands of listeners to the world's number one geospatial podcast. We're still number one, aren't we? I've just got to check. We are still number one, and we're getting bigger and better. Well, getting bigger, um, but that's old age and poor diet choices. Yeah, probably. It's a shame, isn't it? (laughs) It is. Um, But but uh, what do you say? Observe observant watchers may notice something, Chris. Um, that no what well there's nothing to watch we're oh. not on YouTube no we're not um... we're having a slight break we may come back to it um, it's t- more technically challenging than we realised do you know what you watch all these vloggers and all that kind of stuff yeah. they clearly don't have busy lives or jobs no no they don't and they obviously have technology that somehow works do you know that um, that Kardashian one of them I don't know any of them personally. They can't do very much during the day. I mean, it takes so much to get all that editing done. Yeah, I know. suspect they have people. Do they um, have, is that our problem? We don't have people. Yeah, actually, maybe this <sighs> is the chance we're going to advertise the Geodurable internship. <laughs> Shouldn't we have talked about this, Mark? There's no pay, sure. or is there? Well, no, no, I'm, I'm, it's, it's more in, interned, as in like um, like a prison sentence. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Once you've started, you can't stop. Yeah, yeah, never, you know, if anyone actually wants to look after our social media and uh, and uh, video, that would be great. Get in touch with us. Yeah, apply now. Um, um, you too could be as famous as us, too. Well, obviously not as famous. Well, no, no, no. 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 We'd, we'd, but we'd refer to you, obviously, in the podcast. Occasionally, we'd give you a nickname. Yeah. Um, just so no one... You wouldn't take our glory. Well, yeah, we're not allowed to actually use your real name. <laughs> Gee. Just like our pseudonyms. Indeed. Yep. Um, and while we get on to topics of using pseudonyms, um, we better disclaim, Chris, that uh, the views and opinions expressed on this podcast are ours only and not related to anyone we work with or work for. And um, if we had a sponsor, we'd let you know. Sure, but we don't. <laughs> so we're not but if you'd to. like us to sponsor us, we're so open to sponsorship. Uh, yeah, yeah. So, Chris, what makes today's podcast so super duper? Perhaps the greatest ever. Flipping act, Mark. That's that's a uh, that's a big call. Um, what makes well one today? Uh, it's pretty auspicious in the uh, the industry. It is GIS Day. Yes, um, even though we don't believe in GIS. No, we don't. Of course, <laughs> it's no. kind of like um, Easter Bunny Day. Easter Bunny Day, yeah, Father Christmas. Oh, that's coming. Um, yeah, so it's GIS Day, uh, where people across the world celebrate this fine industry that we have um, by, um, I don't know. Getting a cake, I think. Is, is that what you do? You just get a cake? You get a cake and there's a badge. Oh, cool. I didn't get my badge. No, you got to make your own. Oh. oh. Mm. Um, yeah. So, so yeah. I mean, it, it is GIS Day, and we would um, love to hear what um, you've done to celebrate. So, if you've done something special, and I'm sure I'm sure our listeners have because they're there, those kind of people, um, we'd love to hear, and uh, we'll we'll let you know next uh, next episode what people did worldwide. Well, Chris, you can let us know now. What I know, you like to party. Oh, buddy, yeah, I'm all over it. Yeah, so cake, badges. Maybe um, maybe a, a funny map. 
Could be, could be a, a map quiz, maybe. Ooh, a map quiz. Yeah. Um, I mean, there's many, many things you could do. Yeah. Um, but but you didn't actually do anything. To be fair, I was I was at a conference most of the morning, and a then, mapping you, conference. No, not oh. not exactly. Uh, a traffic conference, and, and then I spent um, a few hours in the car getting home. Right. So you used a map to get home. Sure. <laughs> yeah. What about yourself? I Living mean, what the dream, you I see there. Um, I had some auspicious meetings about mapping software problems. <laughs> Super. <laughs> I mean, that's actually a pretty typical GIS day for you, isn't it? <laughs> uh, yeah, it is, actually. Um, mm. And then I was so exhausted by that, I, I mowed lawns. Oh, that's nice. I yeah. got back, actually, I got back home, and it's been... Uh, a little bit dry, uh, I guess, kind of. And um, at the weekend, I'd planted some sweet corn, and they all look kind of a little bit dry and shriveled. And I was like, what? I've only been away for three days. <laughs> mm. And the strict instructions to your family about watering them. Do you know what? I, th- I thought they were going to be fine. Uh, it's probably, it, well, it is uh, my fault. Um, they're not. <laughs> all right. Mm. So luckily, this isn't a gardening podcast. Oh, No. No, this no. is the world's greatest geospatial podcast. I mean, if, if, you, if you come here and you're looking for gardening advice, uh, we are not your people. Um, <laughs> no, but GIS... Well, it depends, yeah. depends what you're growing. You know, if you're, if you're growing the uh, kiwi... Oh, fruit, you can step in and help, right? I, I, can, I can be there for that. Yeah. Um, if you Do you know what our listeners may not know that in your spare time you are a kiwi farmer? <laughs> I am a kiwi farmer. Well, a part-time kiwi farmer. And that's why there are so many kiwis in New Zealand. Yeah. Um, so do you kind of incubate the eggs or what? <laughs> no, I have people to sit on the eggs. Yeah, okay. Mm. I just go around saying encouraging things like, nice sitting, don't cramp up. Oh. <laughs> it's those kind of uh, those kind of comments that make you a fantastic boss for, for <laughs> somebody. Yeah. It is. It's fantastic. Mm. Um, what have we got on today's podcast, Chris? Well, Mark, uh, we have news. I mean, uh, yeah, yeah. That, that's we, why people are here. They yeah. uh, they love that news. Uh, Lots we, of talk about money. There is a lot of chat about money, a lot of uh, change going on, I think. Show me the cheese. That's um, not right, is it? We have uh, we have topic of the day, which this, this week, actually, I think is pretty uh, exciting. It's um, pretty topical. I, I think we should. I think we should go no further, and we should just build up that excitement by saying, "It's, it's a story." It's been on TV. It has been on TV. Yeah. Um, and we have a fantastic game of export to shapefile. Someone wrote and said, "How do you play export to shapefile?" Um, yes, and we pointed them to the export to shapefile web- website. Yeah, um, which you can just Google. Um, you should find it. And yeah. I don't know if S3 run it. I d- maybe. Um, or someone at Esri, or something like that. Um, but yeah, you can find some rules and uh, some of the moves on there. Mm-hmm. Um, it's probably a bit out of date, actually. Could be, could be. Um, maybe they're waiting for a new version. I don't know. We'll see. We'll see, but shall we get on with the news? Oh, yeah, let's. Spatial news. Um, Chris, seeing this is World GIS Day, mm-hmm. uh, there is a website called GISday.com. Uh, run by our good friends at, uh, at Esri. It is. Um, and seeing this is going out on the day of um, the GIS Day, it's probably a little bit late. <laughs> um, they have a map at the bottom. 
they of do. all the locations <clears throat> in the world of where GIS Day is happening, where you can get your cake and badges. Uh, yeah, and there are some fine, fine events going on. Um, uh, I like yeah. to try and find the uh, the um, the most distant uh, event going on, and I think uh, out in the Pacific Islands, there we've got um, which uh, Pacific Island? Fiji. Sorry, Fiji. Fiji. Uh, we have Vodafone on Fiji doing something GISE. <laughs> They're doing a workshop. Okay, yeah. Um, I would like to point to Esri saying, I mean, I know everything's meant to happen on GIS Day, but if they had a time slider, it might help. Sure, maybe. Um, but yeah, um, yeah. There's there's events happening all over the world. Also, um, I'd suggest to someone they should start reading Bernie's blogs about um, uh, symbology and pop-ups. Yeah, this, this is horrendous. It's it's not. It's not the best, is it? Uh, no. Mm. Um, yeah, considering how good Esri software can be. Do you know what actually I did for GIS Day? Well, actually I did it a couple of days before GIS Day. I reached out to my local school and said, hey, do you want some help with some GIS? And they said? They haven't said anything yet. I think I've right. scared them away with my offer of help. <laughs> All right. Hmm. Um, so, yeah, uh, have a look what other people have done or doing for GIS Day. And uh, if you have done something exciting, please let us know. We'll uh, we'll share your story. Yeah, sounds great. Hmm. Spatial news. Now, Chris, money makes the world go round. Well, it certainly helps. Um, and we have the third quarter uh, financial results from Pitney Bowes. Uh, what happened to the uh, the other quarters? We didn't cover those, did we? Uh, no, we didn't. Hmm. Um, but I well, know, focusing on Christmas, you know, <clears throat> do they didn't know it's Christmas time at all? Uh, so, what can we tell you about Pitney Bowes and their um, their third quarter, Chris? Uh, well, we can mention their revenue. Um, Seven hundred ninety million US dollars, presuming. Which is an increase of four percent, apparently. Yeah, it is. Um, however, their GAAP EPS. Of course. It's a loss of uh, 0.02 dollars or two cents. Which adjusted uh, EPS of uh, 24 cents, actually. So that's um, effective share value or something, isn't it? Uh, yeah. Um, so basically, they're going okay. It's not. Well, you know how we're not a golding program? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we're not, we're not a financial uh, program either. Well, no, we're not offering financial investment advice. Well, uh, no. actually. Wait. Well, maybe that's, um, that's actually, yeah. <laughs> more news to come. But um, yeah, we're not selling selling shares yet of Geodorable. But let us know if you want to invest. Um, basically, hang on, hang on, hang on. The the uh, the the phone's uh, ringing red hot. <laughs> I thought you were going to have pull me up on having another on air meeting. <laughs> <laughs> so we offered shares and an internship. <laughs> <laughs> uh, sorry, it's the phone again. Um, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> actually, it's it's just your wife, the lawyer. Telling yes, you to shut so, um, down now. <laughs> shut that guy, Mark up. Uh, anyway, so Pitney Bowes have done okay. Um, what, what, what's what's also interesting about this story, and we've struggled to actually get to the uh, the, the the bottom of this. But um, in August, we announced the sale of our software business to Sci. Uh, oh, Sinksort. 
Yes. And what we've been trying to do is work out whether that includes the spatial side of their software business. Yeah, and we don't think it does, but we can't find much details on it. Um, so if you want to jump on the Google, and maybe you can find out more information about this. But um, yeah, it was interesting. Now, I mean, <clears throat> we should move on, but um, Pitney Post, they're not purely a, you know, although they, uh, no. they have Map Info, they're, they're not particularly a spatial company. No. Um, They've got many fingers and many pies. So as such, they're kind of, you know, the increase of 4% or whatever. Blah, blah, blah. Um, that's not actually that impressive for uh, spatial companies, let's say. No, on the whole, spatial companies are Point. probably being profitable. But let's jump to our next story. Uh, okay. Spatial news. Uh, so, Max are, Chris. Hmm. Uh, Earth and intelligence and space infrastructure. I thought they made hard drives. Oh, that's Max Store. Sorry. <laughs> right. Carry on. Um, they announced their third quarter uh, results. And how have they done? Um, not great. Oh. So four hundred seventy-nine million revenue. So, but mm. less than. But but you know, more focused on the special. Um, but a net loss of forty-four cents per share. Not brill. Um, no. And so, yeah, it, it, I suppose we put this into contrast um, with Pitney, that, that not all spatial is, um, is making it rain. No, but I suspect with, um, uh, with Maxar, there's been, uh, yeah, large investments, I imagine. I mean, yeah, having your own fleet of satellites, not cheap. No, no, um, something we're not looking to launch. No, uh, oh, good. <laughs> The shares and the intern, not enough for you, Mark. <laughs> uh, yeah, watch out for the geodurable satellite. <laughs> um, so, yeah, what are we saying? Um, we're saying that it's an interesting time in the market. There's some big players making some good money. Some small players making some good money. Uh, I think it's. Uh, I think it's all about how it's reported. Okay. Yeah, that's my deep philosophical answer on that one. It's all down to the reporting. Uh, but let's continue the uh, the financial investigation of the uh, the geospatial market with our next story. Spatial news. Now, we have seen, Chris, the rise of, what do you call it, super companies of spatialness. I don't think we've ever called it that, but I like it. Super companies of spatialness. spatialness yes. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, That's so going to catch on. Yeah, it is. You heard it for here first. Yeah. Um, we should. Uh, no, we should. <laughs> I say we should patent it, but we'll, we'll give it for free, like the seatbelt. We yeah. just need to push it and put it on a t-shirt. That's all. Yeah. Uh, but like Hexagon, who um, you know are, are buying companies left, right, and centre mm-hmm. um, to expand. Uh, I want to say expand their fingers into more pies, but we've already used that analogy. Um, Bentley Systems mm-hmm. of, of, mic- of Microsystems fame. Yep. Um, great, great CAD software, by, by the way. Um, have bought Orbit GT. And, and who, you may ask? Yes, indeed. Now, you asked this question, Chris. You said, who? Yeah, Who? Um, and I said, Orbit GT, we've used their software before um, when we worked on one of the projects. And it's really cool, that LiDAR um, web 
uh, stuffy presenting in the uh, on the webs on the web map. Ah, okay, cool. So they are kind of three D. Yeah, okay. um, but they're also doing digital twins, which is one of our favourite topics. It is one of our favourite topics. Yep. Um, and yeah, so a really interesting step there from Bentley to um, acquire d- digital twin um, lidar three D capability into their umbrella. Uh, and it says here the bottom line is uh, the Orbit G team G team uh, GT team continues to work in the same offices in Belgium, offering the same products with greater integration uh, integration with the Belgian uh, Bentley portfolio. So it's not a kind of um, or as yet it's not a buying and uh, you know consuming. It's a it's a buying and um, integrating, which is interesting. Yeah, I mean we've seen other. Um, SU do the same thing. A lot of their products yeah. have yeah. been uh, acquired rather than developed in-house. Yep. Um, yeah, but that was that was interesting, I thought. So a big play there by Bentley um, getting into orbit. And um, what are their third quarter results, Mark? Uh, they haven't been released. Oh, okay. Unless you've read them, Chris. No, I... Geospatial I Financial Times. Yep. Let's move on, shall we? Spatial news. Now, Chris, I know you've got a bit of cash flying around. Oh, just loaded ever since I started this podcast, Mark. <laughs> um, and someone who's some, a company that's been on this company podcast before, uh, Dragonfly. Mm-hmm. That's D R A G A N. Yes, as opposed to Dragonfly. Um, and do you know, I'm 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 just going to say I find organisations that do that using a well-known name and just changing letters really difficult then to Google. Right, yes, because you'd never get no. Dragonfly. No. And what else would you be Googling, Chris, if you uh, Googled for Dragonfly and wanted to know what they did? Sorry, what's the question? There's another word there that you'd Google. Your Drone. F- yes, your third favourite thing in all the world, after your wife and children. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Uh, Dragonfly make drones. 20 years of uh, drones. Uh, now I believe they're um, they're based in China. Not a chance, Chris. No, not a chance. So why are we talking about Dragonfly, and why are we mentioning China? Um, because you've got to stay awake at the uh, pre pre recording meetings, Chris. We have pre recording meetings. Y- yes, I don't know, Mark. Why? Uh, because they're looking for investors. Because this <gasps> is the money show. Hang on, hang on. But I thought people were investing in us. We don't want them investing in these guys. Ah, well, you need to um, diversify your investments. Okay, fair enough. Um, and Dragonfly are putting, have put out their investor portfolio. So if you go to dragonfly.com, mm-hmm. with an A, two A's, no N, no O, sorry. It's got an N. Um, you can find their investor portfolio, um, which has some fantastic imagery and some fantastic some fantastic uh, slogans um, but one of them which is interesting and why we mentioned China is the directive by the US government to ban Chinese made drones over security concerns for use within the military let's just clarify that yes that's true yep. um, and they have a picture of a, <laughs> of, of a Chinese drone we won't name it um, and with the Chinese flag painted on it yes <laughs> I mean, just to be super clear. Oh, in fact, it also says "Made in China," uh, stamped on one of the uh, <coughs> the arms, so to speak. 
They yeah. really did want to uh, make that clear, didn't they? Yes, they've been quite um, obvious and explicit. Yep. Um, and so they're basically saying, hey, you can invest in us. We've already got um, contracts with uh, US Department of Homeland Security, Department of the Army, and Department of Defense. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, they've got drone de- detectors, terrorist drone de- interceptors. Um, they've got, yeah, pictures of drone captured and destroyed. Lots, um, I mean, lots of, I mean, it's very military focused, isn't it? Well, there's border patrol there, US border patrol. The, yep. uh, a pit, a drone with, um, 28 pounds, which is about 14 kgs of heroin attached to it. Um, I just think that's impressive lift. Sorry, is that going to then be used in, in, in Australia to go along with the burrito? <laughs> no, Chris. Oh, okay. Um, but yeah, if you've got a little bit of a cash sloshing around. Uh, they're, and I believe they're a Canadian company, is that right? Or at least they're based in Canada. Um, at least that's what I read. So I think that's probably why they're, they're kind of being clear on the um, US market. Yes. Hmm. So, I mean, that, that's great. Although, having said that, have you seen the new uh, DJI uh, <laughs> Maverick Mini? Actually, yeah, we, we did look at it last week. When that we looks were, pretty good, eh? Um, yes, I'm sure other drone companies are available if sure, you'd like but, to sponsor us. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or just send us a drone for free because we keep on mentioning you on our podcast. Yes. Yeah, we really should reach out to them. Anyway, shall we move on? Yes. Spatial News. Now from Mark, from, from outdoors to indoors. Do you see what I did there? Ooh, yes. Yeah. Uh, from uh, from over there to... Over yeah. here. Oh, my God. That is, that is You're on fire. Uh, yeah. Well, it's the pressure of not being filmed. <laughs> it is easier, eh? <laughs> yeah. Um, so here have, have been doing some big marketing push recently. Yes, indeed. And um, they've... I don't know if they've actually released a new product, but they're now pushing a new product um, with the Here Mobile SDK called the Here Indoor Radio Mapper Tool. Yeah. It um, looks pretty awesome. And just to throw in more words, Here Indoor Positioning. Yes. Um, so the Here tool, Maps, Here Venue Maps, and Indoor and Outdoor Routing, just thrown further words. Yes. Yeah. Um, Wi-Fi networks, Bluetooth beacons, uh, 3D Indoor Maps, yeah, so lots of, I don't know, interesting thing. I suppose we're pulling it out because they're pushing hard on this. Well, I guess, you know, generally you kind of associate here with uh, outdoor mapping, you know, um, vehicle routing and so forth. Yeah, trying um, to be, you know, like a, if, if you didn't want to use Google maybe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but what they're doing is basically pushing this and if it's the same and it will be the same here sort of licensing model it's incredibly accessible and um, from a cost wise but also from a development wise mm-hmm. um, it's you know it's going to be simple why would you invest in a in a um, on-premise mapping system um, for a short period of time when you could actually just do this yeah yeah, yeah. and uh, um, you know we've said it quite often on this podcast um yeah, here we're doing some really exciting stuff. Yeah, um, it'd be good to know their financial returns because they're <laughs> investing a lot. Indeed, yeah, they are. Yeah. Um, yeah, okay. Spatial news. Now, Chris, from 
over here inside the building. Mm -hmm. We're going to over here outside the building. Yet again, another hair story. Yeah, and we're not sponsored by them. No. But feel free to get in touch here. <laughs> um, so here have an interesting article. It's one of those thought things. Um, mm -hmm. They're not actually pushing a product. I mean, nope. obviously, it's buy here maps. Um, but what they're saying is connectivity is the next challenge for architects. Yes. Is that the story? Yeah, it is. Well, yeah. So the tagline, you wouldn't design a building without electricity or water. So why wouldn't you design a building with connectivity? See, and, and this is a really in interesting story, and it's an interesting story for a couple of reasons. One, um, because I've just been at a conference where the, the focus was on road safety, um, and that same kind of thing, you know, you wouldn't design a building without electric light or water. Well, it's kind of with, with road safety, you wouldn't design a city without considering road safety, and yet that seems to be kind of that people get trapped in their own knowledge base and and they don't kind of step out and i think this is kind of what here are saying in this story is that um you know um architects designers and so forth you have to take into account the fact that we now live in, in a completely different age um you know you, you have to plan and build your smart home uh taking into account that you know the the requirements for connectivity yeah um and also the technology of connectivity so we're not just talking about connectivity to the internet no. but it's connectivity to each, each other yep um, and the different challenges that will bring that's you know they're talking about 5g and you know that's going to have some interesting technology changes although you know what what does 6g look like who knows oh, it's going to be a whole one more than five i reckon <laughs> a whole one so is that a hundred percent more or is it logarithmic I don't know. Okay. <laughs> Could uh, be. But giving people detailed maps, um, and we're doing this at work, actually. Our as-builts are, are, LIDAR, are um, LIDAR scanned. Yep. So we get something, we build it, and then we um, scan the thing. So we actually know what was built, not just what was on the plan, because sometimes <laughs> you have to deviate Which from the plan. Well, I was going to say, let's be honest, uh, what's on the plan and what's actually get built aren't always the same thing. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, getting getting that sort of accuracy in there would allow, not that we need um, people wandering around our, our sites, mm -hmm. um, likely to get run over. But, um, yeah, you need to build this sort of accuracy into the way you architect and build and design. Yep. Yeah, so um, if you're building a house, if you're building a building. You uh, need to think think about connectivity yeah spatial news now chris i mean you know you're, you're fairly well off and I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm i'm not so as well off but you know sorry well what was the uh, the smallest world's violin plays or whatever <laughs> it is but one man who um who uh, dwarfs both of us is bill gates i mean not not in stature i think i'm taller than him these days are you you're not taller than many people <clears throat> Thank you. Um, but Bill Gates. Now, I, I actually read of this article in a different... Well, not not this article. But um, Bill Gates' or the Gates Foundation drive to get rid of polio from, mm -hmm. from Africa. Um, basically from the world. But, 
Yeah, and interesting. So the Rotary Club International, Rotary International, um, they've they decided quite a few years ago, I think ten years ago or fifteen, that they could actually help contribute to this. Yep. Um, and they got on board with Bill Gates, and for every dollar that the Rotary Club have raised, Bill Gates is, or Bill the Gates Foundation has do- donated two dollars. Wow. Um, and Rotary have done a really good job of raising money, and Bill's done a really good job of opening his wallet. Um, and it's just fascinating to to think that polio is eradicated. Yeah, yeah. Um, and something I mean, something we obviously haven't dealt with in the West um, for quite a long time because we've had the benefit of a good medicine. Yep. Um, but yeah, where countries aren't so beneficial, um, polio is still a real thing. Well, yeah. it was. Was until this um, this happened, and the reason we're talking about it is because part of the initiative involved going around to different villages, um, and this is mainly in Nigeria. So the last country to have it was Nigeria. Yeah, that's right. Um, and one of the problems they faced was they didn't know where they were going, and they didn't know how to get there, and they didn't know where they didn't know they didn't know yeah and i think you know it was this they were trying to gain this kind of more holistic understanding of uh of polio and how it was tracking through the area and it's very difficult to do without knowing location yeah um and so i mean just <laughs> paste the link with here um they used here mapping yeah uh, to onto their mobile devices um, so using satellites, GPS tracking, mapping software, they actually created their own GIS, which is the first time I've seen here in GIS in the same term. <laughs> yeah, indeed, yeah. Um, and yeah, they've gone and been able to eradicate it based on location, which is practical when you think about it, but more challenging when you actually go to do it. Yeah. Yeah, uh, what a, you know, I guess if you are as rich as uh, Bill Gates is, you know, it's um, it's his opportunity to, to give back. And in this case, he's he's using GIS to do it. Yeah. Uh, um, we've had uh, three here stories all in a row um, just then. And I think the, the interesting kind of point there is we've gone from indoor mapping to architecture to uh, epidemiology and, and uh, you know, eradicating polio. Um and this is all from a company who uh, fundamentally um, yeah, owned by uh, what they called vehicle manufacturers. Yes. Um, yeah. What's interesting, I, th- I find as well, is that yeah, the here blogs are particularly well um, written, and yeah, this this kind of diverse approach that they have working in lots of different spaces is uh, is really interesting. Um, thoroughly recommend the uh, the three sixty here blog. <laughs> yeah, I think and also um, in our pre-recording meeting, you made the comment about at a transportation conference, mm-hmm. they just talk about transportation. And mm-hmm. there's many facets to transportation. Sure. But it's a geospatial conference. You get people from all over the, all over many different industries, all over the world, um, trying to solve different problems. Um, with the same, I suppose, with the same approach um, or location, and uh, I think that's that's probably the the thing we we perhaps forget about 
you know, the, the GIS industry is that it is so diverse. It, it kind of covers everything from, you know, we've just, we've just talked about, you know, epidemiology. Um, you know, again, a completely different field that, um, well, neither you and I have got much experience <laughs> of, but, but others will have. No, no, I've never been an epidemic. Although, interesting enough, wasn't, you know, uh, the birth of GIS, uh, Dr. John Snow, you know, it was epidemiology to start with. That's true. Hmm. Um, so, yeah, that's a really good lead-in, Chris, to our topic of the week. Well, well, thank you, Mark. It's almost like I planned it. I didn't, of course, but <laughs> anyway, here we go. Topic of the week. Uh, you didn't have to clarify, Chris. I know. People already knew, right? Well, people either knew or, or could just believe you. <laughs> uh, um, yeah. So, <clears throat> from from the many wonders of the spatial analysis, location intelligence, um, to Esri. Yeah, now normally we always have an Esri story in, in GIS News or one or yeah. two. Um, we haven't because kind of, I guess, the uh, topic of the week is, is dedicated to them. Well, that, but also... Um, I don't know. There was another release about how to use tags in ArcGIS online, <laughs> and and yeah, we weren't that interested in that. Um, however, we are interested in this now. Esri have put a lot of money into a TV advert, I believe. TV commercial, yeah. TV commercial. I think they call them commercials in in the US. Don't okay. Yeah. What do they call them in England? Um, I don't know. I was only allowed to watch the BBC growing up, and we didn't have commercials, so I don't know. You weren't. No, seriously, I was. Really? Wasn't allowed to watch ITV. Oh, wow. This is off topic. <laughs> but yeah, yeah. Deprived childhood. Well, at least I was. You've, you've come risen up through it. Ah, oh, yeah. Now I can just about watch other channels. <laughs> anyway, so Esri have put this um, ad out, and we're going to uh, realizing that this isn't a video podcast at the moment. Um, we're just going to play it, though. We are, and um, you, you're going to have to imagine um, a cityscape with uh, with things going on in the city. It's, uh, it's very Esri, a fantastic shots of people being people. Well, it is, unless you look a little bit closer. Anyway, um, here it is. I'm just, uh, I'm just uh, pressing play. When you look at the world, what do you see? Where others see chaos, we see patterns. Connections. Relationships. location technology you can see where things happen before they happen with Esri location technology you can see what others can't I think that's pretty much it Chris uh, indeed um, and yeah, what what's interesting in that, Chris? 
Well, I was going to say, so um, if you're listening to this, you need to now stop. I mean, not for long, but stop. Uh, go onto YouTube, type in Esri, see what others can't, and watch that advert. It's about one minute, ten seconds long. Um, you can skip the final ten. It's just advertising. Okay, it's about a minute, 60 seconds long. Um I mean, if it was credits, you'd obviously stay to the end of the credits. <laughs> but it's not. It's not. They're not acknowledging anyone who's in it. Oh, sorry. I thought you meant uh, using, uh, you know, as your credits. <laughs> anyway. Um, <laughs> Actually, yeah, you get, you get an Esri credit every time you watch it. <laughs> that would be funny. Uh, what's interesting about it is, is one, you have to watch it a couple of times because what the, you know, what the advert basically shows is there's a lot of relationships and patterns between the people moving through the city and you kind of have to watch it and you start to see the patterns, you know, emerge the more yeah, times you watch it. Yeah, they're not subtle though. I mean, there's not, obviously some no. CGI going on there with blue umbrellas and... Sure, 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 sure. Yeah, cabs but... And blue vans and red vans. <clears throat> But the concept is that there are patterns and, you know, you, you do. There's a few that if you look, you go, oh, yeah, that's quite clever, that one. Um, yeah. Anyway, so, I, I guess, so you know. you like it, Chris? I do. Okay. You don't, just because, you know. Well, obviously, um, we can't agree. Yeah. We can it make, it make this a really boring section of the, <laughs> uh, the podcast. It's uh, brilliant, isn't it? Yes, it is. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Um, I would say... What we have talked about before is that location intelligence is one answer in a variety of, one piece of data in a variety of information, mm-hmm. in an information fruit salad. Um, and, you know, you can't have a fruit salad without the pineapple. Oh, um, you can. Or a grape or a strawberry. Um, okay, you can have a boring fruit salad. But... Um, my point being that you need more than one tool to get a complete picture of information. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, the fruit salad's not complete, just like the pavlova, without a, a kiwi on the top. What's your argument? That they're saying um, that location technology, GIS, is is allowing you to see all those things that you couldn't have seen without anything else. Yeah, you can see what others can't. Yeah. Which, mm-hmm. yeah. Uh, no, come on. It's true, right? Because um, the relationship between between things spatially aren't isn't something that you can identify through a spreadsheet, right? Uh, if you don't know that this thing is next to this other thing, then it's difficult to pick out a relationship that's spatial. Yeah, that is true. Right. But but I personally don't think that's the point. I think the point is uh is that as far as you know I'm aware and you know not the oracle on this one, but as far as I'm aware, no other spatial company has put adverts on oh sorry, put commercials on, you know, US primetime television advertising location technology. Yes. It's yeah, it's pretty far, you know, um, out there in terms of the usual medium through which uh, Esri and indeed any other kind of uh, spatial company um, yeah advertises. I mean, to to put another point, it seems a bit desperate. Oh, um, do you think so? I don't well, think so. I'd just I think like it's to actually point a... at the YouTube statistics. You know, um, how many people have watched this? Sixty-four thousand four hundred seventy-one. Yes, it's not but a lot. it's got it's got four hundred and four likes and only six dislikes. 
<laughs> yeah, uh, to me that points out that that we aren't actually crying out to be told that we're missing out on something. Yeah, maybe not. But then, how often do you ever see an advert, a commercial on TV, and then go and watch that commercial on YouTube? Well, what would be interesting never. in stats? Well, yeah, I don't right? watch TV. <clears throat> no, no, but the, the stats we don't have, of course, is you know how whether this has uh, increased. I wonder if we could find it. Increase the number of times people are searching now for Esri or ESRI or Esri or whatever it's called. You know, has has that changed? It's not so much about people watching the YouTube clip; it's about whether people have been driven to the Esri site. Uh, which, if you look at it, the Esri website has now been completely updated and has a kind of a, a different, more, or I call it less techie, more public yeah. face. Yeah, no, I get that. Um, I'm just, I suppose my other interesting point was that um, they're calling it location technology, mm -hmm. not location intelligence, um, and definitely not. GIS or geospatial systems or something. Um, so they're pushing out on a, on, a, on a new limb to brand themselves as a location technology company. Mm. Um, so does this mean we're no longer the science of where? I mean, that that's a different question. Um, we, we change those taglines on a frequent basis. Maybe we are no longer the science of where. I don't know on that one. Um, we'll find out at the next conference. Um, true, but, but but did you like the see what others can't? I quite like it. Uh, no, Chris, because yeah, I'm a bit of a socialist, and I like you know all <laughs> things to be equal. And I think you know holding on to special. Oh, I can see things you can't. Um, just just reeks of schoolboy playground behaviour. <laughs> that um, we should stamp out. Jeez, I swear the marketing team as you're going. Oh my god, why didn't we think of that? Um, so I just googled Chris location intelligence. Oh, did you? And uh, Google was telling me <coughs> location intelligence or spatial intelligence is the process of deriving meaningful insight from geospatial data relationships to solve a particular problem. Great. I googled GIS mm -hmm. as well, and it's it came back going, oh look, here's QI, here's QGIS, here's ArcGIS, here's ArcMap, here's Map Info, here's Grass. Um, you know, very different. That mm -hmm. location intelligence is not really a thing. It is a thing. Yeah. No, you know, it is a thing. Uh, yeah. I like the comments that people have said. Okay. We've got to read the comments because this reflects the true, true, true truth. Too. Okay, so... Um, Corey Black Eagle one week ago said, "This is awesome. The events shown and the timings make such uh, make each such successful oh, makes each oh, event each event successfully highlight the difference between just seeing and mindfully observing." I'm going to share with the students in my um, physical geography class on Monday before they resume their work in ArcGIS Online. Kudos, Esri. All right, I thought you were going to read out the one by Michael Fantaro. Uh, four four tripleted blue rondano. Alatuk. Uh, he's referring to the um, music, to the music, which yeah. is in four four, but it's running triplets. Cool. No, um, I wasn't going to read that. Okay. Um, I liked Tim Hansen's two weeks ago. Um, I have no idea what this is about. <laughs> interesting. Hang on, there's a reply there. 
Oh, using there? technology to improve city services and infrastructure. Hmm. James Deere said, a very dangerous intersection with a bunch of reckless scooters and bicyclists. <laughs> bicyclists. <laughs> I can't even talk. Jeez. Um, yeah, I like that one. That's quite funny. GIS user two weeks ago, two weeks ago said, haha, cool, saw it on CNN. It's been on CNN, Mark. Chicken noodle news, yes. Brilliant. Um, uh, if, Jowl GIS said, I like it. Uh, our Gray says, this commercial is a trip. I don't know what he's taking. Uh, Sasamea said, very cool. Andreas Castillo, Esri, so legit. Sorry, you see, so, yeah. Urban, urban voice. I think the comments are, are actually pretty positive. I'm, I, I am actually excited to see what this does mean. Um, you know, what's the next ah. advert that they're going to put out? There we go. Um, Sorry, Blue Rondo a la Turk is the name of the song, the music. Yes. Um, so unknown user Blue Rondo Alaturk is the worst song. So annoying. The fan base of the song is even worse. So gross. Okay. Um. Yeah. So I don't know. We're agreeing to disagree, or we're not agreeing at all. There's no. But no, I, I think I think the news, whether you like the advert or not. Uh, I keep saying advert, so British. Whether you like the advert or commercial or not, I think the fact is that Esri have been one of the first organisations on this, you know, to advertise in this way. They're trying to bring yeah, on a dying we, media, Chris. Shut up. They're trying to bring what we do to a mainstream audience. I think that's pretty special. Mainstreaming, you meaning? I mean, boomers, basically. No, I mean a mainstream audience. Right. The the you know. The public who watch American TV. I don't know what yeah you know, what channels this is advertised on, but you know. Yeah. Um, but nevertheless, I think that's pretty huge. Okay, I'll leave you to your dark ages. Oh, okay, I'm going to kick your ass in uh, export show. So now we've got a bit of angst going on. We we have. This is going to be a whipping. <laughs> you ready? Well, I'm waiting for the music. Export to Shapefile. So, Export to Shapefile, a game using the Esri toolset uh, from 9.3, I believe. Yeah, this is um, 9.3 version. Yeah. One day they'll update it to Pro, I'm sure. Um, maybe they're just waiting for the bugs to be ironed out. But seriously, we, it, it's, we have the option of upgrading. It's just that that would require us to learn all the new tools that have yeah. uh, been made available in the, 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 the new toolboxes. Oh, okay, so it's, it's our own decision. I thought it was yeah, because we had to buy a named user. No, 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 no. Okay. no. Do you know, actually, you, you can, um, you can, we don't, right, but you can gamble playing this game. And you literally, you, uh, you, you gamble with credits. <laughs> yeah. Is there a black market in credits? Yeah, totally. Jeez. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. So, yeah, you navigate around the uh, Esri toolset toolbox. And I'm trying to box your component, component, opponent. Into the corner. Um, uh, I think because I'm going to, I'm, I'm going to. No, you're going to start. I'm, no, I'm that confident. St- no, you, you're going to start. No, 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 Mark. I I'm insist. that confident. I'm I that confident. Absolutely insist, Chris. It's very, very generous of you. Um, well, then take it. <clears throat> Don't look a gift horse in the mouth. 
I find this is like when you're playing chess, yeah, whether you're the white pieces or the black pieces, you know, it's, it's, who do you want to be? Uh, I'm going to start with, uh, um, I'm going to start with Float, 3D Analyst, um, take that, you. <laughs> yeah, I'm trying to work out because it sounded like you're going to start with a highly aggressive move. That is highly aggressive. It's an attacking move using the standard 3D oh, analyst toolbox. Aggressive. The trouble with you is you don't know the rules. <laughs> right. We'll answer that at the end of this game by um, keeping within the toolbox and doing a change terrain re resolution bounds. Ah, so you're kind of attacking as well i see fair enough well, yes but from an obscure place not from some generic passive aggressive fine very obscure uh okay um well i'm gonna bat your attack away like the weak attack that it was with um make mosaic layer from the uh, the data management tool set ah okay that seems like a defensive move it is, it is. I'm just going to bat your attack away. It's it's worthless. Fine, then. Um, I'm going to then go and follow you down that junction with an at-edge junction connectivity rule. Okay, a bit of a passive <sighs> move. Uh, keeping it no. obscure, keeping you guessing on your toes. I, like honestly, jab, jab. honestly, I just don't think you know what you're doing. Um, Phil, spatial analyst, or three D analyst, but I'm going with the spatial analyst version. Uh, you bore me. Um, I'm going to go oh. to add subtype data management. That's how bored I am. Uh, okay. Um, hmm. Densify. Ooh. Um. Can someone bring me a pillow? I'm almost asleep. Delete field. Come on. Off. Oh, uh, intersect. Intersect. Right. Um. Eliminate. Keeping within data management. Uh, locate less. Points by proximity, I believe. Oh, it sounds like a reach to me. That's a fine attacking move. Right. I'll keep it simple. Plus from 3D Analyst. Plus. Yeah, actually going head to head here. This is <laughs> this is uh, quite good fun. Solve Network Analyst. Solve from the Network Analyst. I'm going to go for Sun Shadow Volume. Copy features, Mark. Data management. Copy features. That's uh, quite defensive. Um, I might go for for um, flip from data management. Oh. Um. <laughs> this is getting tense. Adjust 3D, said. 
adjust 3DZ. <laughs> Alright. Um, reclassify, Spatial Analyst. Feature vertices to points. I'll take no, Nobody wants to lose this game, eh? Update, analyze the layer, attribute, mat, parameter. Oh, flipping heck. Um, oh, oh, this is intense. Uh, Can you feel the tension? Can you feel it? Add X, Y coordinates. Oh, basic. Nice. Oh, it's basic. Good old, so good basic. old table tool. Um, all right, bearing distance to line. Unsplit line. Unsplit line. You're staying, keeping it basic. Uh, uh, what are we going to do? Uh, select layer by location. <laughs> uh, multi-pot to single pot. Are you grasping at straws? All right. Difference 3D. That's it. Give up now. We're getting pretty close to the... Uh... Yeah, I didn't realise this was an extended game, but uh, <laughs> egos aren't letting it go. Check geometry. Ooh, from which toolbox? Oh, is that the um, features, is it? What do you mean the features toolbox? Uh, part of the data management features toolbox. Okay. Um, well... Take extrude between and stay down. You're still, you're still attacking, aren't you? You're still attacking. And you're basic, being basic in your defense. I am, but Just it's stay down. Don't make me kick you again. God, this this means so much to you, doesn't it? I can I can see I can see the. Uh, I can see the green of my eyes. The feeling, yeah. Um, You know what? For the sake of our friendship, export shape file. Oh, come on! Don't give up like that. No, no, I'm, I'm, I'm. Do you know what? To be fair, I've got other things to do. <laughs> <laughs> Apart from make millions of this podcast. Hey, I mean, after that game, I think uh, we're going to get people seriously uh, asking for the card game, <laughs> which is available in all good retailers, I believe. Well, yeah, get in touch with the website. I think. Yeah. <laughs> that was intense, Chris. I know I'm a little bit gutted that I've given up, but I could uh, I, I could just feel it. Um, I think your blood pressure was 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 climbing. I was getting excited. There's no doubt about that. Yes, uh, <laughs> but I could I could smell the victory. Oh, you, oh. okay. I'm just going to leave it there. Ah, <laughs> uh, so uh, that was a great podcast, Chris. Yeah, thanks. I think you did well, Mark. <laughs> I, I think hope our listeners enjoyed it. Yeah. Because um, yeah, after all, I mean, they're the, the only reason we do this. They are, and we do like hearing from them. And we, um, yeah, we get quite a lot of correspondence on Gmail, on our Facebook, on Twitter, through the website. Hmm? Um, and yeah, we'll, um, we like, well, we try and respond as quickly as we can. <laughs> We eventually get around to us, you know, answering. Yeah. Um, so please keep keep in getting in contact. Um, if you've got ideas about what we could do, we'd love to hear news that. News articles. We, you know, 
I mean, we, we scour the uh, the newsstands for well, you, but if you've seen something interesting, we're always willing to kind of, you know, yeah. promote it. <laughs> yeah, and again, if you want to sponsor us, get in touch. Okay, Mark, well, uh, thank you, and listeners, thank you for spending uh, time with us, and um, we'll, yep. uh, we'll talk to you next time. Yeah, catch you later.